Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Beto Maldonado knew the trials of kidney disease and dialysis better than most. In 2015, after spending most of his life limited by disease, he received a healthy kidney by way of transplant. Tragically, only two years later, Maldonado died in a motor vehicle accident. Normally, his death would have been the end of the road for the healthy donor kidney. But instead, that kidney was re-gifted to another patient in need. This was done, of course, with the permission of Maldonado's family. His sister Linda said in a press release, We just thought, they gave him that gift. Why not help another family if we can? The recipient was a 70-year-old woman who had been on dialysis for 10 years and pronounced the kidney a blessing. Organ regifting is a pretty rare procedure, but the team that transplanted this kidney, Dr. Jeffrey Veal, director of the UCLA Kidney Exchange Program, and his team have retransplanted three kidneys in less than a year. When we spoke with him, Dr. Veal said that he sees potential for many more centers to jump on board with the practice. He said, It's a shame that we're discarding these kidneys. So, why aren't more kidneys regifted? Dr. Veal explained, the knee-jerk response is that once a kidney is transplanted, you don't retransplant it. 
and added that some concerns arise over the damage that might happen to a kidney over two separate death events. But, he points out, some of these kidneys endured multiple blood transfusions and other treatments when the original donor died. He said, regifting is less of a shock than these terribly traumatic motor vehicle accidents. He notes that 20 to 25% of people who get a kidney transplant die with a functioning kidney. That's a lot of potential donors, and healthy organs that save lives are in short supply. Although some patients might balk at receiving a secondhand kidney, waiting for a new one can take, on average, three to five years, sometimes longer. In April of 2018, more than 95,000 Americans were on a waiting list for a kidney, according to the United Network for Organ Sharing, the nonprofit that manages the nation's organ transplant system. Some 20 people die every day waiting for an organ transplant. And indefinite life on dialysis is far from ideal. For people with diabetes in particular, every year on dialysis sees a drop in life expectancy and quality of life. Although the regifting program is still in early stages, Veal reports that his recipients are all off of dialysis with well-functioning kidneys. He said, we don't know the long-term results, but it looks great initially. Not all donor kidneys can be successfully regifted. The same donation rules apply as those of normal transplants. For example, a recipient who later dies of a disease like cancer would not be able to pass along the organ. However, a patient who experiences a fatal stroke or accident could still be in possession of a regiftable kidney. To allow for redistribution of previously transplanted organs, some major changes would have to happen, both within the transplant centers and likely the aforementioned United Network for Organ Sharing. Currently, programs assess the original donor to determine compatibility and viability of the organ. In regifted cases, however, Dr. Veal says that they would instead need to review the first transplantee's details by using records to virtually cross-match blood types and other details, like medical history. This is no small feat in an industry laden with important protocols to protect patients. Nonetheless, it's possible that regifting may be done to organs besides kidneys in the future, for example, the liver. Dr. Veal said, these are often high-quality organs from young donors who have tragically died and are often going to sicker patients on the wait list who are often older and might have multiple medical issues and so are at risk of dying a few weeks or months later of a stroke or heart attack. Why not take that high-quality organ and help someone else out? One organ donor can save up to eight lives, but too often this potential goes unrealized. If you want to be an organ donor, make your wishes known to your family and take time to register online. The site dmv.org has an easy registration form. Today's episode was written by Alia Hoyt and produced by Tyler Klang. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio's How Stuff Works. For more on this and lots of other topics that keep on giving, visit our home planet, howstuffworks.com. And for more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.